It's the power of really, truly recognizing that everything you desire for yourself, it, you're desiring this because you are meant for it. It's not just a dream, this far-fetched fucking fancy girl or fancy boy life. It's like, no, it's yours. Let's dig through the mud together. We're so glad you're here. Join us here each week for Mudlark. But da 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 da. Welcome to Mudlark. I'm your host, Danny Bolts, and I started this podcast because I believe that our stories are what connect us, especially the darker, more challenging parts of them. The times in my life where I felt the most deeply connected and okay are within those moments of truth speaking and ruthless vulnerability with another person. Here we talk about topics surrounding inner child, addiction, friendship love, sex, creativity, connection, community. Really, this is the place where we talk about all the things, especially the things that are sometimes just simply hard to talk about. I'm not here to bring you big names, you guys. I'm here to bring you big topics. And now it's time for us to dig through the mud together. Let's go. Hello, sweet humans. (laughs) Hello, sweet humans. (laughs) I've had way too much fucking coffee. I'm sorry. Welcome to episode five of Mudlark. Today I'm sharing with you a solo episode about raising your self-worth. And I give you actionable steps that you can literally take today while listening to raise your self-worth in a massive way. Before we get into the show, I want to share a listener review. I'm going to be doing this once a week at least, sharing the reviews that you amazing people leave for the show. These reviews are everything. This is what helps the show get heard. So please leave a review, five-star review. I would be so damn grateful. This review today is from Story Weavers. It's five stars. What a great new podcast. I listened to the first episode and had to pause partway through to go look up the things I couldn't remember about my astrology. I highly recommend Mudlark to anyone who enjoys conversational podcasts and or podcasts that make you think, reflect, and want to connect. Danny's voice is very pleasant to listen to. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) So important. And the music and sound quality are great. I will definitely add this to my must-listen list. What the hell? You are an angel human. I don't know who you are. I love your name, Story Weavers. That's beautiful. But thank you so much. That is the kind of review I'm talking about, people. It's giving... And it's as much as it means to me and makes my heart like die a little bit. Reading this is what people need to see to get into the show. It's it's like you're the review poster child. Are you kidding? See if you can top that people. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, I love you. I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. Let's move on to the show. I'll see you guys on the other side. 
Hey guys, welcome back. I'm hoping you're having the best day. I am currently cozied up on my living room floor, wrapped up in my favorite blanket, and Charlie is snoring behind me. Um, It's the second day of fall. I love fall more than anything. Anyone who knows me in person (laughs) knows that fall is my favorite time of year. Um, I've actually had kind of a a low morning. Um, I launched the podcast yesterday. Thank you to every single one of you who reached out, um, who listened, who rated, who reviewed, who subscribed. I'm floored. I, it's funny that I started this with like, I'm having a low day. I'll get to that. But I am literally floored by you guys and just how much love I feel right now. It's overwhelming and it's it's kind of interesting how we can have low times but also feel really good and loved and incredible. That's just like the polarity of being a human, I think. But I just I had the best day ever yesterday and it was just I was like if this impacts one person, I'm freaking good. Like I I did it. Like I just want one person to feel seen and heard and less alone in the world and Yeah, I can't even believe you guys. It's insane. But as far as why I'm having kind of a lower day, I left this morning. My husband, he left for Montana. We're leading our retreat in three weeks, but he had to jet back early to set the house up for another retreat that someone else is leading at our home there. I'll link the Montana house in the show notes, but this is our home that we have over here, or and the Montana house is our home back in Montana that we stay at when we're over there, when we're spending time with my stepkids or when we're leading a retreat. And when we're not there, we just rent it out. But anywho, he le- he left this morning and I just feel sad. <laughs> I know that I'll get into rhythm. He'll get into his rhythm. But life just feels so good doing it beside him and I mean, just like the simple, stupid shit, you know, that we talked about in the last episode, but it's like, I just, I just love doing the simple things with them. So I'm feeling just a little sad and I always kind of get fearful too about the drive. I'm just like, drive so safe. Don't call me till you get there. Uh, So anyway, love him and just wishing him the best, safest trip over. But to get to the topic for today, today I wanted to talk to you guys about how to raise your self-worth. And I wanted to talk about this because I believe that the level of our self-worth is directly connected to all of the decisions that we make. So if you listened to episode three, which was my solo episode one of the first that I released, it was a reflection. So much of what I went through was reflecting where my self-worth was at the time, which was super duper low. And self-worth is when we are feeling just this genuine sense of wholeness in who we are, regardless of what's happening around us. That's how I kind of like to define self-worth. It's feeling of value without 
needing to be told that we're valuable. It's just knowing innately that we are innately whole in who we are. So when we're kiddos and if we grow up in environments that aren't really teaching us that, that aren't showing us that, oh, no, you are whole, like you are complete, you are perfect, you can step into the world just feeling very less than and trying to find wholeness outside of yourself, which I also referenced back in episode three. If you haven't listened to episode three, I would go back to that just so you can get a little bit of a sense of what my low self-worth looked like and then you can kind of catch up to what we're talking about right now. But anyway, um, when you're at really high self-worth, I believe that everything is flowing. I mean, finances are flowing. Relationships feel really good and you're not attracting in just really fucked up people that make you feel gross. Like you're just in kind of a more blissful place. And that's not to say that you're not going to have moments of getting triggered and having things show up that aren't desirable. I mean, those moments are always going to be here to teach us where we can just grow more into that wholeness. Those are treats, those hard moments, believe it or not, they're really here to teach us. But yeah, when we're living from a place of high self-worth, things are just feeling better. And when we're living from a place of low self-worth, that can look like deeply struggling financially or having really dysfunctional relationships, partnerships. It could mean not being able to speak up for what you, feeling like you can't speak up for what you actually really want on the day-to-day, feeling resentment. Um, Yeah, just funky, not feeling good. So I want to just give you guys a handful of actionable steps that you can take today, literally as we are here talking, you can take these steps to start raising your self-worth because I know that when we are living at that place of high self-worth, life just feels really empowering and good. And I also think that is when our gifts can really truly shine. So the first thing that comes to my mind right now is saying no. So believe it or not, just the act of saying no to things that are not an absolute, I have to do that, is a huge signal to your subconscious and your heart and your soul that you are living in a place of high self-worth. So this could mean something as simple, and we talked about this at one of my retreats, one of my girls that are, she's there every time, she's been to almost all of our retreats, she was talking about how she just always has to go to these like family dinners and they're just kind of a drag and sometimes she just wants to stay home. So I remember in that moment, I was like, well, why don't you try saying no? <laughs> like, why don't you try um, just standing up for yourself in that way and give it a whirl? Next Thursday, maybe maybe you and your husband stay home. And I could tell in that moment that it was kind of like a novel idea. It's like, oh, can I do that? And that was definitely connected to that self-worth and not wanting to, you know, obviously it goes to like not wanting to hurt people that you love. But what I saw instantly was her value was placed in what mom and dad thought of her. And if she didn't go to dinner, 
then maybe she wouldn't be as whole. So saying no is an instant way to raise self-worth. I promise you. It could be so simple. It could be like, hey, no, I'm not really, I'm not wanting to go get coffee today. We can try again another time. Or um, maybe just saying, no, I'd like to go try a different restaurant. You know, it could be so simple. Um, And I also challenge you if you're like, I'm a boss at saying no, like no is not a problem for, for me. I challenge you to say no without an explanation why. This one is so fucking hard for me. I'm like, this is what I do. I'm like, oh no, I can't. And sometimes I, I'll even like do like a little white lie, which I'm really working on. But I'll be like, no, I, I, I really got to finish this. And la 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 la. Even if I don't have to finish it, it just like feels easier. I'm like handing off that power to my thing that I have to do. Um, so I've really been working on just being like, no, not today. And it kind of like irks at my heart and soul because I don't want people to get mad at me, but that's also self-worth. So I've been working on saying no without explanation, even if it sounds kind of harsh. Um, that kind of goes hand in hand with the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was setting boundaries. So when we set boundaries for ourselves and for the people around us, we're instantly putting ourselves in a vibration of higher self-worth. So for me, the first one, I think of boundaries. I instantly think of my grandparents who I love so much. I mentioned them in my solo episode as well. Again, go listen to that episode if you haven't. I've really had to set some strong boundaries with them. They're my, they've kind of played that role of surrogate parents to me because of my dad's disability. They, I would be with them on the weekends and growing up as a kid and ever since I was a kid and then going through my adult life they've really had this idea of what my relationship should look like with my dad and sometimes the way that they love me feels like a little less than conditional or less than unconditional when I don't show up for my dad or show up for them in a way that they want it to be sorry I hope I articulated that okay But um, anyway, I've had to just really set a boundary of like, this is what I can do. And I understand that this might not feel like enough to you, but this is literally all that I can do. And this is the only way that I can show up right now and probably ever. And so it's and it's also really painful. You know, it's painful and it's hard to set boundaries. Sometimes it can feel really scary But the more that you do it, the more that we set boundaries for ourselves, the easier it becomes. And it's just a trust muscle that we have to build and it just takes time. So maybe just take a moment. Let's take a moment together just to take a couple breaths. You could even sit up tall and close your eyes. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Not a great idea, but you can still breathe deep with us. So as we take a few rounds of breath from the pit of our bellies, we'll fill up with breath together. Let's take an inhale. Open mouth, exhale. Let your shoulders soften and go ahead, take another breath in. And I want you to just think of for a moment, where could I be setting some stronger boundaries for myself? Open mouth, exhale. Just notice 
anything that pops up, trust the first thing that pops up. Again, let's take a deep breath in together. And exhale. Let's just take one more full round of breath together. Inhale through the nose. Let your belly get huge. And exhale. Good. And then just softly blink your eyes open if you close your eyes. Um, If anything did come up for you, it's okay if nothing did. It might take a while for it to show up. Um, I invite you to write it down or just put it in like the notes app on your iPhone or your phone. Um, Do that. Work on clearing that boundary, setting that boundary for yourself. Because I swear to God, the second you do that, you will be presented with more situations where you're going to have to set more boundaries. Um, I just think that's the universe, like seeing you step into your worth and it's going to, it's going to keep testing you. It's going to keep showing up. I love the work. Um, you'll notice that a lot of my work is based off of to be magnetic Lacey Phillips. She's changed my whole life. I'll link her and her beautiful work and her team in the show notes. Um, she does a lot of hypnosis and she also just really has some amazingly, uh, get powerful gifts of energy work and she just kind of knows how the universe is working and I've just learned so much from her so setting boundaries saying no you're going to work on setting boundaries with whatever came up for you and whatever does continue to come up for you the next thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is trusting your own inner voice or like that gut feeling so when I've been in really low self-worth I'm constantly like asking people for their opinions or like I'll be like well what do you think I should do or I'll like call my mom up like I'm that's something I've always done if I'm in low self-worth I'll just call my mom be like well mom can you help me make this decision like what do you think would be best for me when really all of the answers we could ever need are within us They are inside of us. It could be your gut feeling, intuition, God, whatever you follow and believe in. It is here. It is inside your heart. And it can be really hard to hear that voice when we're constantly asking outside of us. So I invite you again today. This is something you can literally start doing today. Trust your gut feeling. Trust your inner voice. It doesn't necessarily mean, sometimes I get annoyed when I hear inner voice because it's like, I don't ever have something like talking to me. It's like, oh, Danielle, today you should go. No, it's not that. It's like these little moments of like curiosity or intrigue or excitement, just starting to lean into that, trust that, go there. You don't have to ask people. Everything is inside you and your self-worth needs you to listen to it. It's going to fucking skyrocket when you start listening to your own intuition more. The next thing I wanted to talk about is raising the bar with friends. So I don't know about you, but the older I get, I'm 29, I'll be 30 this year. The older I get, I feel like the less time and the less time I have for friendships that aren't 
110% supportive and lovely. That doesn't mean, though, that every single person that I surround myself with has to check off everything on my list of what a person needs to be. Also, sorry, it's loud as fuck outside. I live out in the country and it's we live like right next to a nursery. So there's like heavy operating equipment. <laughs> I hope it's not too loud. We'll see. Um, anyway, I apologize. But anywho, um, like I said, friends don't need to check everything off the list, but they do need to support me and they do need to support me in trusting my own intuition. I don't have fucking time for people who try to tell me that these decisions I'm making are are too risky or not not right or not correct. It's like, no, I want to be around people that empower me to listen to my intuition, people that empower me to love myself more. I, I, I can't be around people that aren't kind of moving in the direction that I am. And that's just deeper self-awareness and self-love and compassion. So I don't know what this looks like for you, but I invite you to just, what do, what are your relationships look like? What are like the, the five people in your circle, the 10 people in your circle? How do you feel when you're around them? Like get really quiet with yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel when I'm around these humans? Do I feel empowered and uplifted and excited or maybe just cozy? Does it feel like family? Is it, is it really nice? and peaceful? Or do I get like kind of anxious and tight in my chest when they call? Or do I kind of dread like when I, I see them once a week? Do I, do I feel really drained and like debilitated after they leave my house? Get clear. Ask yourself the question. Sometimes it's hard because, you know, I spent a really long time staying in friendships because we were just friends for so long that it became like part of my routine you know it just became a part of my day-to-day even though it didn't feel correct anymore it just felt kind of shitty and it was actually during the rock bottom that I hit three years ago or three and a half years ago um, where I started to really look examine my friendships because I was re-examining everything in my life And I had some really intense friend breakups along with the relationship breakup that happened four years ago. But yeah, I just started to look at what was, what do my friendships look like? Are they disempowering? Are they empowering? Have we outgrown each other? Have we, has the chapter ended? And I had those tough conversations. They are not easy. I'm sure we'll do an episode on friend breakups because I think that's, I mean, I know it's being talked about more, thankfully, but some of my friend breakups have been some of the most painful experiences of my life because although they're not like a primary partnership, the relationships have been so intimate and connected. And yeah, we'll talk about that soon. Let me know what you guys think about that, if that's a topic that you guys are interested in hearing more about, because yeah, I'd love to share more on that with you if you want it. Um, so raising the bar, um, doing more for yourself. So this is a huge way to raise 
your self-worth. And what I mean by this is if you're maybe more on like the people pleasy side, or maybe you're a mom, maybe you're a mom that has children that need you. <laughs> you know, you're just, if you're in service often, maybe you're like me, maybe you're, you're a yoga teacher and you're, you're leading classes and you're putting a lot of your energy out. No matter where you are, or what you do, do more for yourself. Do more that lights you up. That could look like taking time in the morning to walk your dog. That could look like taking time to just slowly drink your coffee instead of just jumping into the day like a freaking robot psychopath. Like it could mean, you know, going to a yoga class before you head home to your family. It could look like meal prepping if that like gives you more time to do the things that you love, you know? Why don't you try just examining, well, what do I like? What am I missing? What really lights me up? And just start to do those things. Start to do more. Add one to your week. Add one thing, even if it's one day a week that you're able to go do something really special for yourself. Do that. Your self-worth will recognize that and it'll lift. It can't not. I swear to God, every time I do something, even like going to the gym, I love going to the gym and bringing my peppermint oil and I sit in the steam room. I don't know if anyone else likes peppermint oil in there. Hopefully, because I drench it all over. But I always feel so loving towards myself after I do that, sitting in there for 30 minutes. Then I go take a shower. I'm all cozy, go home, have tea or a glass of wine, just like pampering myself. And I just feel I can see that in my self-worth because I end up doing more and more for myself and I'm able to give way more to my students and my husband and my family. It just feels everything is better. Everything is uplifted when we do more for ourselves. Um, Another thing that's really been powerful for me in raising my self-worth is recognizing what I'm innately good at. So let's I, let's do another little close our eyes breathing situation and if you can't close your eyes you don't have to it's just that's what helps me ground and tap in so what I want you to do sit up tall again let's start a deep breath in from the pit of our belly so let your belly get really big open mouth exhale and just keep this breath pattern going And I want you to just explore, what are my strengths? What is something I have just always been really good at? You know, this could be something monumental or it could be something very small, like I make really good fucking chocolate chip muffins. I don't don't care what it is. But I want you to breathe and I want you to bring forth just a couple things that you're really stinking good at that that people notice that um, when you were a little girl or a little boy, like this is just something you always did. Or it could be something you've just recently learned. And just feel into that greatness, feel into, feel into that powerful place. Go ahead, take three more breaths here. Okay. 
I recognize my strengths and I allow them to shine. I invite them forward. One more breath. Good, and softly blink your eyes open. Feel free to write it down or put it in your little notes app. Um, Recognizing your strengths is a surefire way to raise your self-worth instantly. I mean, I I know for a fact right now your self-worth is higher. I'm not like tooting my own horn, but kind of because it's not that hard to just do a couple of these things. Right now, your self-worth is higher because you've brought awareness to these things within yourself. That's all. Like a little shift in energy is going to raise your self-worth. It can only go up from here, you guys. So I'm a list girl. I love writing things down. Um, I have so many lists around my house of like what do I love about myself? Or like, what are my strengths? What are my gifts? So maybe write something down, have it by your bed, something you can glance at during the day, just to bring you back into that energy of your own wholeness and greatness. Um, saying good things about yourself. That's one way I love when I can get to a place of high self-worth and say positive things about who I am in front of other people. So when we talk negatively about ourselves, like when we're coming from a place of low self-worth and we're talking shit about ourselves, our bodies, um, the way we do things, whatever, what we are doing is literally empowering other people to talk shit about themselves. That is the energy that we are bringing into the room when we say my ass looks bad or we say I look like an asshole or whatever whatever you like to say when you're feeling shitty don't fucking say it like you can think it for a second you can be like god my ass feels kind of fat but my tits look great my tits look really great in this dress you know can you take a moment to not like ignore the negative thought, but add something positive in to kind of balance that bitch out. Can you please do that for me? And when you do, speak it. I love the way this dress makes my boobs look, or I love how this color brings out my eyes. You are instantly going to be empowering any person that is within the radius of where you are to speak good about themselves. That is what you're going to do. It is magnificent. It is powerful. So you're not only raising your own self-worth, you're raising the self-worth and the energy in the room. That is what we need to do more of, especially moms and dads, those of you with kiddos. Kiddos need to hear you talk really fucking good about yourself. I try this so much with my stepdaughter, Kiana. She is 11 years old. She'll be 12 this year, but really she's like 15, 16. She's so much older in her mind. It's sick. Um, I'm really careful about how I talk about myself in front of her. I, it's actually kind of my favorite thing. I always will, especially if we're like going swimming or, you know, anything where the body is kind of could be more of a focal point or going to a hot spring or whatever, 
I love to say something like, oh, I love the way this swimsuit makes me feel. Oh, I'm so glad I found a swimsuit that doesn't like climb up my butt. <laughs> like I like the way my butt looks in the swimsuit, you know, just I, I try not to bring like a ton of awareness to the looks thing because she's still at that age where things are just it's it's good to bring it into like personality like I do that for sure I'll be like oh like I love that in these moments when things are hard I'm able to like weave in like a little bit of humor because isn't it fun to like add humor to these harder moments I've said things like that around them so just be okay with talking good about yourself, talking good about the people around you, complimenting people. When you compliment someone and they're like, oh no, not really. Be like, no, you look great. Take it. And on the other end, when someone compliments you, take it. Say thank you. You don't have to say thank you. I know. Oh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to fake it if you don't actually feel that, but you can definitely say thank you. And if it comes up like that negative self-talk, breathe like we were breathing, those deep belly breaths and just send love to yourself. That's all the person inside of you, that little girl or that little boy, that's all they're wanting, love, acceptance. And when we get compliments and we're not used to it, it can feel like really triggering and awkward. So all we need to do is just take a moment to breathe, send ourselves love and our self-worth will raise. Okay, here's another one. What does your perfect day look like? When you were living in a place of high self-worth, very high. also, you guys, just quick. I'm a also I'm a squirrel. You'll notice I'm all around sometimes. I'm I'm working on it. But if you are in a place of low self-worth right now, please do not go to that place of like, "Oh, I hate myself. Why am I in such a place of low self-worth?" No. All you need is love. All you need is love. That is so cheesy, but it is so true. So if you are in a place of low self-worth and your world feels crumbly and shitty right now, it's okay. It is okay. And by doing one of the things I am talking about, you are lifting yourself. You are loving yourself and things are only going to get better. So I promise you this. But I want you to just think about for a moment, what does my perfect day look like? This is a really, really fun journaling prompt and a really great way to begin manifesting the life that you want. So I'm going to be doing a solo episode next week on manifesting your dream life. And I'm really excited to bring it to you with very actionable steps once again on how to start calling in the life that you are craving. But your self-worth is directly connected to everything, like I said in the beginning. But if you're living a day-to-day life that you are dreading every day, like you're dreading your day-to-day, there is a lot of low self-worth connected to that. I'm not trying to say that every part of your day needs to be bubbly, unicorn, rainbow perfect, but I can tell you 110% I look forward to my days. Even my busy, crazy days, I look forward to them. I get excited to wake up in the morning every day. And that's because 
over the last three years, you'll hear me reference the last three years a lot because it's been so transformational with the work that I've been doing, with the work that I'm going to be sharing with you right here at Medlark. I have gone from hating, hating my life, hating every corner of it, everything about it, everything about me, everything about my body, everything to stepping into a life that I can't even recognize, to being in a body that I don't even recognize. And it like makes me super emotional because I can't, it's hard to almost relate to the girl that I was a few years ago of such low self-worth and letting people be horrible to me. And I was like, I was in such low self-worth that I was like almost bringing more and more and more of that in. And I don't believe fully in like law of attraction and like if you're living in like a low vibration you're only gonna attract this like no I don't believe that but I do believe that when we aren't nurturing our grounds when we aren't nourishing our hearts and taking care of our self-esteem I do believe that we're going to constantly be faced with more garbage situations that are just trying to shove us back into ourselves and back into a place of worth So when you can look at what does my perfect day look like, write it out. If you're a list person like I am, write it out and then write out what your actual fucking day looks like. Write it out, you guys. See what's going on. And then what you can start to do is be like, what is one, what's one thing in my perfect day that I can work towards integrating into it? What is one thing? Maybe it's like, I'll... I'm going to find my list. So I wrote a list about three years ago when I was in that dark, dark place. Uh, my husband and I were up in Nelson, Canada, up in Canada. We were sitting in this coffee shop and coming from Troy, the town we live in in Montana, just so rural. I didn't have any friends. Like I did have a couple friends. Sorry, you guys. But um, it was just I was in such a bad place. And to go from there up to Nelson, where there's like an amazing yoga studio, a coffee shop, a really strong sense of community. I wrote about my perfect day. That was the first time I wrote. What does my perfect day look like? I wrote it all out. It was like having my morning coffee, rolling into a yoga class, snuggling it at a coffee shop to do work on my computer and work on my website and do this and that. I wrote out my perfect day. And I think it was probably six months ago, Hi and I were sitting in bed and I was looking at that list. I'm going to, I'm going to show you the list. I'll take a picture of it and I'll link it in the show notes. And I just started bawling because my life is my list and more. And I just think that's like the power of raising your self-worth. It's um, the power of manifestation. It's the power of really, truly recognizing that everything you desire for yourself it you're desiring this because you are meant for it it's not just a dream this far-fetched fucking fancy girl or fancy boy life it's like no it's yours and when we can raise our self-worth when we can unblock when we can just really set boundaries and say no and nurture ourselves and take care of our bodies and our hearts and only be around really good, healthy, empowering people, your perfect day 
starts to manifest itself. Your life starts to completely change. And yeah, I think I covered most of the things that I want to talk to you. I wanted to talk to you guys about. I'm sure some other things will pop up and I'll link so much of this in the show notes. Um, Go back and take some notes if you feel called and please share. I would love to hear what your perfect day looks like. Send me a DM, um, anything. I would love to connect with you and just know what you're working on and where you're at. Um, But anyway, I love you so much and I'm just so excited to be digging through the mud with you again. Bye. Mm, Thank you all so much for listening. Please do not forget to rate and review the show. And if you haven't subscribed, please do. If you know of any person who could possibly benefit from the topics we're talking about right here, please share this with them. After you leave a review, send me a screenshot. You can do that over on my Instagram at Danny Bolts or my email, hello at dannybolts.com. When you send me this screenshot, I'm going to instantly, and by instant, I mean within 24 hours, send you the access code into a mini course that I am releasing on November 1st. So thank you so much. I really love you. And I just am so happy you're here. And I will talk to you again next week. Have a great day. Bye.